The following is a summary of the Sicha of Shabbos Parshas Mishpatim, the 27th of Shvat, Shabbos Mavarchin Adorishin, Tov Shin Nun Beis. Everything that happens in the world is Bahashkocha Protis. And there's a lesson and an instruction that we can learn from what's happening in the world, especially if it's something major, which is happening with the major countries in the world where you have the vast majority of Jews living in those places. And what happened on this Erev Shabbos Kodesh, this Friday, was a gathering of the leaders of these major nations. At the head, you had the two leaders of the greatest superpowers, and they made a decision that there was going to be a new era in terms of international relationships. It was going to be a new era of no more warring and of the limit of weaponry. And this would bring peace, it would bring unity, and it would bring international aid and help between countries. In fact, before this, on the previous Wednesday, there was a speech by the President of the United States in which he announced about the limitation of weapons of mass destruction and instead using the, the money which is used to make them for <clears throat> agricultural courses, feeding people in the world. This was this received the backing of the House of Representatives in which the law in America is made, Dina de Malchusa, Dina, the din of the country being the din. And so really we need to think deeply into this, about this announcement, both in terms of the place that the announcement was made, the time the announcement was made, and its connection with the Parshas Hashavua. So let's start off with the instruction and the learning, what we can learn from this. First of all, it's Lahavi Limois HaMashiach. All of this is happening because we're coming towards the Yemais HaMashiach. There's a Pasuk in Yeshaya which says, Vechitsu Charvosam Leitim. This means that the swords will turned will be turned into plowshares and the spears into pruning hooks. No nation will war with another nation. They won't learn any more warring, but rather they will be peace. This is being achieved through Melech HaMashiach. As it says, V'shafat bein ha'goyim, the Mashiach will judge between the nations, V'hoichiach la'amim rabim, as the Radak points out, that the shofet of which Yeshaya is talking is Melech HaMashiach. He will be the one to make peace between the nations. As it says, V'noharu elov kol that all the nations will stream to him and accept his dominion. So since in these days where there's been this announcement about the reduction of these weapons 
and an addition in supplying Calcala, food, agriculture to the world, which is the whole idea of of turning the swords into plowshares, this is a simon borrow. It's an absolute clear sign about the beginning of the fulfillment of this promise in Yeshaya with the Geula through Mashiach. And since we are in the Zaman Hashid, the Hechstet site, the highest time of this period of Mashiach's coming, and we see already, therefore, the beginning of the actions of Melech HaMashiach on the nations of the world. Through that which Hashem is placing in the hearts of kings to make announcements and decisions to reduce weaponry. And the reason why they are doing it in this particular time is because of the juxtaposition to the Geula through Mashiach. We can add over here that this is actually connected with the detail of where this announcement was made in terms of the place that it was made and the time that it was made. This was made in the place of the United Nations building, which is in New York, which is the place where the base Rabbeinu Shebebovel is, the base Hamedrash of the Rebbe, base Chayenu, in which the Rebbe chose this place as to be the central place from which would go forth Torah and the Mayonis of Chassidus to the entire world. In fact, when the Rebbe came to the Americas, he started with tremendous force the refining and elevating of the lower hemisphere, in which he would also draw the revelation of the giving of the Torah. And actually from there spread Torah, Yiddishkeit, and Chassidus in the entire world through the Shluchim until it reached the far-flung corners of the world, including those who live amongst the nations of the world, speak their language, and externally conduct themselves like those places. And in addition, there was the spreading of the Torah and Hasidus between the nations of the world themselves through the encouraging of their keeping the seven Noachide laws, which then is the fulfillment of Oz, Erpech, El Amin, Sofa, all the nations turning to and believing in Hashem. So in the last time period, starting from Shnas Nisim Tavshin Nun, and the continuation in Tavshin Nun Aleph, Shnas Niflois Arenu, and Tavshin Nun Beis Niflois Vakoil, this Pu'ula, this effect has reached the highest levels. In fact, the country which warred against Torah, Yiddishkeit, and Emunah, the country which arrested and placed in incarceration the Friedrich Rebbe, and in which the Shluchim of the Rebbe continued their work with tremendous Mesidus Nefesh, very recently has 
completely changed and now currently allows the spreading of Yiddishkeit in a revealed way, the previous government fell, a new government has arisen, which has announced Sedek Vyosha that there will be righteousness, Al Yesoid Ho'emuna, on the foundations of the faith in the creator of the world and the one who conducts the world, Hashem. On Erev Shabbos, there was a meeting between the Manhigim, the leaders of Russia and the United States, where they made this announcement of Chitesu, that the swords would be turned into plowshares. And the <clears throat> meeting took place in the city of the Rebbe in New York. In fact, even the President of the United States came from Washington, the capital, to New York. And the reason why the UN was made in New York is because the Rebbe was there. All this is an extension of the tremendous effort in spreading Torah and Yiddishkeit, tzedek v'yosha, righteousness in the entire world, which is achieved through the Nasi Hadur, who is the Mashiach of the Dur, and that is emphasized in the name of the Nasi Hadur. Yosef, as it says, Yosef Hashem Shenis Yodoy, Hashem will stretch out his hand again to gather the Yidden, and Yitzchak Oz Yimalis Pinu, then our mouths will be full of laughter in the Gula. And therefore, in these days, the world is becoming ready to receive the beginning of the action of Melech HaMashiach, who, Vashafat Ben Hagoyim, will judge between the nations. And it's interesting to note that the building of the United Nations was built around the time that the Friedrich Rebbe came to New York in the 1950s. And in other words, the Rebbe came in the 1940s, but the, the building actually took place in 1950, 1951. And on the wall of the building, of the United Nations is inscribed this verse that the sword will be turned into plowshares. Let's now have a look at the time that this announcement was made. This was a very auspicious time, firstly, because of the day it was made on Friday, which is the eve and the preparation of the day of Shabbos, which Shabbos is a foretaste of the day in which will be the millennia of Mashiach, in which all mazikin, all damages will cease from the world. And since we always add on to Shabbos from the Friday, like a ze'ev, a wolf, who tears and grabs before and afterwards, similarly over here on Friday, we are already adding on to the time of Shabbos by reaching a situation of Shabbos already when we are annulling any mazikin, any damages in the world. The date of the month is also auspicious. It's the 26th day of Shvat. 
26 is the gematria of the name Havaya, which is the idea that Le'osid Lavoi, in time to come, the Hisavus, the creation of the world, through the name Havaya, will be recognized throughout the entire creation. As it says, V'nigla Kavoyed Hashem, that the glory of Hashem will be revealed. And then, there will be no room for damages. And when we join them both together, the 26th day of the month, which is on Friday, the day on which man was created, therefore man fulfills the purpose of creation. And this is all connected with the Rebbe. Because this is the last Friday of the month of Shvat, the 11th month in which the 10th day of that month was the Yom Hilula, Yud Shvat, the passing of the Friedrich Rebbe. And on Yudal of Shvat, the 11th of Shvat, was the continuation and the renewal of his Nesius with greater strength and vitality until the end of the Aveda of this generation, which is the first generation of Geula, a 42-year period corresponding to the 42 journeys in the wilderness, and now we're standing ready for the Geula. So even in the time of this announcement is emphasized its connection with the Nasi of the Dur, who is the Mashiach of the Dur, through whose actions comes the chitesu, the idea of turning the swords into plowshares. This is all connected with Parshas Mishpatim. Rashi says, Ve'ele, Ve'ele adds on to what was previously said. Just like the previous mitzvahs were said at Sinai, so too these were said at Sinai. And it has to be put Lifnehem before Jewish courts and not non-Jewish courts. The content of the parasha, which are laws between man and fellow man, these are laws which are understood in human intellect. In fact, had the Torah not been given, we would have learned things from the creation, like sneers from a cat. And this seichel, this intellect is understood by all nations of the world. That's why the Torah actually says, ve'eleh to tell us that even Mishpatim, which can be understood in human intellect, should be performed out of an obligation because it's a tzivui, a command of Hashem. And therefore, the dinim have to be judged in a Jewish court and not in a non-Jewish court, although they judge through their intellect, but nevertheless, a Jewish court does so because it comes from Sinai. So, ve'ele ha-mishpatim, af-elu mi-Sinai, we can say the following, that even the mind of the intellect has to be and is caused by Sinai. In fact, had these mitzvahs not been given at Sinai, then human intellect would not obligate them. What we're saying here is that the human understanding and intellect is in fact a result of the fact that the will of Hashem 
clothed itself in the wisdom of the Torah. And since the Torah is the architect plans of the world from which the world was created, therefore the world and its understanding and its seichel came through the Torah. And this is Moisif al-Horishonim, meaning that the Mishpatim which were given at Sinai are drawn into human intellect. So the novelty of Matan Torah was the Bitol Hagzeira, the annulment of the decree that the upper worlds should not descend to the lower and the lower should not ascend to the higher worlds. When Torah was given, what happened was is that even human intellect understood and synced together with Sinai, with the will of Hashem. And that is the case also in terms of the performance of the seven Noachide laws, the Shavu Mitzvah Shabbanei Noach, which even though human intellect understands them, nevertheless, they also need to be kept because Hashem commanded them in the Torah. In other words, they shouldn't be done out of pure understanding of the human intellect, and one who does fulfill them in that way without connecting them to Hashem is not from the Hasidei Umesa'olam or Mechachamehem. And the tachlis of all of this is to reach the Yemos HaMashiach, which then, the whole world will be filled with the day of Hashem, and it will permeate also the Seichel Adam, the intellect of a person. And that is hinted to at the end of the parasha, where it says, Vayiru Yisrael, that they saw the God of Israel, Vasachas Raglov, Kamase Livnas Hasapir, they saw Elohim and they ate and they drank. In other words, the seeing of Elokus at Sinai permeated their intellect to the extent that it was like food, which is ingested, digested, and becomes flesh and blood. And this is through the learning of Pnimius HaTorah, Torah's Chabad, inclusive of its translation into the 70 languages of the world. Livnas Sapir, the word Livnas is like the word Levena, meaning a brick. The 70 languages of the world being like bricks of letters put together for those who don't yet understand Loshan HaKodesh or Yiddish, which is an intermediary language. And all of this is a preparation of the promise that all the nations of the world will serve Hashem together. So from all this, we can understand the import of this announcement on Erev Shabbos Kodesh Mishpatim. Vechitsu is understood in human intellect. We understand there needs to be righteousness and there needs to be peace in the world. And we understand in Seichel that Churban, destruction, is the opposite of Yishu Shalolam, of inhabiting the world peacefully. Nevertheless, right throughout the generations, there has been war and destruction. It goes against the grain of human intellect. So therefore, we must say, why, Davka now, is there this announcement <clears throat> that there will be a cessation of the wars in the world? and that we're starting a new era of righteousness and peace and unity, that's not coming just because of Seichel, because it didn't, that Seichel was lacking throughout the generations. 
but it's coming because of the proximity to the fulfillment of the promise of a chitzu that the swords will be turning to plowshares. In other words, because of the announcement of the Torah. What we're saying is, is that this announcement of the leaders of the nations is a result of the decision and the announcement of Malke Rabbonon, of the rabbis, who have announced that the Mashiach is coming. Starting from the ruling of the Rebbe, who said that we have already filled and finished all the actions that we need to do in Golos, and also the Piske Dinim, the rulings of Rabonim, Moireheira of Rabonim, who have said that Mashiach has to come. And in other words, that Sinai has permeated also the parameters of the world, so much so that from the announcement of the Rebbe and the Rabonim, the leaders of the free world are also announcing and announcing in their house of representatives about this peace initiative. And this comes to full revelation on Shabbos, which is the Aliyah, the elevation of the day of Friday, on which we read the Pasha of Mishpatim, in which we see clearly that the announcement of the nations is a direct result of the Psak Din in Torah about the coming of Mashiach. And we can add over here that there is in Parshas Mishpatim itself a reference to the time of Golos, the end of Golos and the beginning of Gula. First of all, we have the continuity of all the Parshas. Parshas Mishpatim comes immediately after Parshas Yisroi. In the end of Parshas Yisroi, we have the dinim of the Mizbeach, the altar. And we know that right next to the altar was the Sanhedrin. And that is the fulfillment of the Oshiva Sheftaich, the renewal of the Sanhedrin. <clears throat> it's also the Shia Chumish of Erev Shabbos Kedush, where it says, I'll bring you to the place which I have prepared, which is a reference to the Beis Hamikdash. And from the parasha of Mishpatim, we go to the parasha of Truma, where it says, which is a reference to the building of the third Beis Hamikdash. And in between the parasha of Yisrael and the parasha of Truma, we have the parasha of Mishpatim, which is the idea that the Inyanim of Gu'ula have permeated also the Seichel, the intellect of people, so much so that the nations of the world are now announcing it. And in the Pasha of Mishpatim itself, you have also rolled out the whole Seder HaNazikin, the laws of damages. Nazikin in general refers to the time of Golos. And in fact, there are three Bavois, three sections in Nazikin, Bava Kama, Bava Metziah, and Bava Basra, and they correspond to the three Goluyos, Golos Mitzrayim, Golos Bavel, and Golos Edoim. And we start off <clears throat> with the Dalad Barvais Nazikin, the four types of Nazikin in Baba Kama, the Meriva, the arguments in Baba Metzia, and in Baba Basra we end with Hashutvin, who the partners who wish to make a Mechitza in between them. And the end of Baba Basra says that one who wishes to 
become wise, should engage in the laws of Dine Mamanus, of the monetary laws in the Torah, which is the idea of bringing Sinai into the monetary laws in order to take away the Nazikin, which are in Golis. Lahoisif, to add, in Masachas Baba Basra, there is a whole sugya, an entire discussion about Gula in Dafayin Daladom at base, where it says, Osir HaKadosh Baruch that Hashem will make in time of the future a meal for the righteous from the meat of the Levyosin and many other promises and um, future future uh, occurrences in the times of Mashiach coming. And also in Daf Kufchov Beis Ahmed Aleph, there is a discussion there about the division of Eretz Yisrael. So we see in Baba Basri itself a tremendous reference to the Gula. According to everything which we've just said, there is an astonishing lacking of understanding that Hayitachin, after all of this, B'nai Yisrael is still in Golis, Ad Mosai. Hayitachin, that after all the simonim and after the announcements of the nations of the world that there will be a reduction in weaponry, we're still in Chutz Laaretz. We should be in Eretz Yisrael. We should be in the Beis Amikdosh. We should be eating the Suda of Libyasim. And furthermore, there has not yet been received the information, the command, and the empowerment of making the Beis Amikdosh. <clears throat> that yet has not been received. And therefore, we can understand how important and necessary is it for us to engage in things that literally speeden up and bring the Gula Bapoyal Mamsh. First of all, those things which are mentioned in Mishpatim. Dinim between man and one's fellow man, out of peace, Tzion ba Mishpat, Tzipade. Tzedakah and Gemilas Chasadim, as it says in the Sedra in Kesef Talva, which Tzedakah brings closer the Gula. And this actually, tonight, there's a Malava Malka for the Gemach, for the Gemilas Chesed, and it's Kedai that the one who runs the Gemach should come up and announce about the Malava Malka, Barov Amhadras Melech, with many participants. And the main thing is, should bring the reward of Gemilas Chesed, that we should be able to sit at the Malava Malka together with the Rebbe Nasidereno Mashiach Tzidkeno Bereshenu in Eretz HaKedosh in Yerushalayim. And in the words of Baba Basra, how it opens, Hashutfin Sharotsu. We're talking about two partners who want the good of each other. And through that, they build the Kaisel, which is Gazis, Hewn, a reference to the Beis Amikdosh, and Truma, Vaosuli Mikdosh, starting from the inner Mikdosh of each one of us, making of our homes and houses a house of Torah Tfilah and Gemilas Chasadim, and broadening and expanding shuls and Batimidroshes. And there's an especial empowerment in these days. We're coming from the day of the 25th of Shvat. Koi, Kof Hei, Koi Savarchu, which is Birchas Koyenim, which is Ba'ava with great love. We're starting with Harenim and Kabel, but this is a bracha which includes all the brachas, including the bracha of the Gula. 
Then Yom Chafav, the 26th of Shvat, which is the gematry of the name Havaya, the Shem Hamafoyrish, which is a preparation for mentioning the Shem Hamafoyrish in the Beis Hamikdash, and as a preparation for that, through the Mamlachas Koyenim of Yidin, understanding Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Samit, that brings quicker the saying of the Shema Meferish in the Beis Amigdosh. The 27th day of the month, Shemen Zayezoch, Zchav Zayin, or Zayin Chav, which is the menorah of seven branches, all the branches of the souls of Yidin. The 28th day, and Tosfes Koyach, an additional Kav Ches Koyach to do all this. And then we have Erev Rosh Chodesh, which there is a Chidush Halavana, a new moon, which that refers to the Yidin and Geula, especially it being on a Tuesday, a day which is doubly good, and the month of Adar, whose mazel is strong, and Mismach Geula Le Geula, the juxtaposition of one Geula to the next, in a way that in fact the Geula will come even before Purim. And even though Mismach Geula Le Geula, the juxtaposition of the Geulas usually refers to the second Adar, Yesh Loima, we can say that it also has a reference to the first Adar. As the Mishnah says, There's no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar, except the reading of the Megillah and the giving of gifts to the poor, which implies that in every other aspect they are equal. And since the first Adar is called Adar Rishon, it implies that it is actually the Rishon, the first in Mila, in level, and that, of course, is connected with Zion Adar, the seventh of Adar, which is the, the day <coughs> which Moshe Rabbeinu was born. And, of course, that was the Bittal, the annulment of the decree of Haman. So the main thing is, even though we've already announced today by Shabbos Mavarachim that it's Adar Rishon, but it's possible for Mashiach to come, Sanhedrin will be reconvened, they will change that it won't be a leap year, but there'll only be one Adar, and it could be that we can go straight from this Geula to the Geula of Nisan. saying that the Geula should come take her from Yad Mamish. And certainly we don't need to wait until the month of Nisan, and not until the month of this Adar Sheni. But the Geula can come right now at the end of Chayda Shvat, on the 27th of Shvat, especially on Shabbos after Chatzois, Mincha, a time which is connected with the Geula. Kain tihia lono miyad. With all the pirushim of the word miyad. Mem, Moshe, Yud, Yisrael, the Baal Shem Tev, and David, Malka Meshicha. And Biprotius Yosef, in more detail, Benigea to our generation, the Rosh of miyad are a remez, a hint, to the three time periods of the Rebbe, and in a seder which is closest to us, Mem, Moshiach, whose name is Menachem, Yud, Yosef, Yitzchak, and Dalet, Doiv Ber, which is the second name of the Rebbe Rashab, including also all the pirushim of the word Mamash, and most importantly, Mamash Kipshute, literally, the Mashiach should come, Mamash, Mamash, Mamash.